Hello and welcome to the Human and Machine podcast. My name is Jakob Marquardt. I am your host of the show. Um, my, my usual co-host, Lenny Smith, is not with us today. Lenny has, has taken some well-deserved leave. Um, so I'm joined uh, here in the studio with uh, Clarice Rotenbach, who's obviously part of the Element 18. Clarice, thanks for, uh, thanks for taking Lenny's spot for the day. <laughs> yeah, thanks for inviting me, Yoku. I'm very excited for my first podcast. Absolutely. It's great. It's great having you part of the conversation. So if you've listened to the past couple of weeks or if you're not familiar with the podcast or maybe you've only heard one, uh, the Human and Machine podcast, we, of course, cover everything in the South African landscape to do with manufacturing, uh, engineering. Uh, we're going to go a little, little bit broader than that today. Um, but our background is, of course, in the industrial automation world. And we really aim to bring you just stories and experiences every week from, from inspiring folks that are doing some, some things a little bit differently. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully through those stories and that sharing, we can inspire you and give you a little bit of a, a glimpse of what is possible and some of the things that people are doing. So we've been looking forward to speaking with today's guest for some time. Uh, we're chatting with uh, Sinele Goba today. We finally managed to get some time from her busy schedule to join us on the podcast. Um, Sinele is a obviously a seriously busy person, young lady, but also an inspiring young woman. Um, Sinele is firstly an ICT uh, industry entrepreneur through her company for our innovations, where she's obviously a full-time director. She's also a non-executive director of the Institute of Information Technology Professionals for South Africa, of course, the IITPSA. And also what we want to get into a little bit more today, the founder of a nonprofit organization, uh, Oso and Sciency. And uh, there's really a lot of a lot of things we want to chat with Sinele about today. But Sinele, thank you very much for joining us and, and finding the time to chat with us. We're really, really, really uh, excited to chat with you today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to a great discussion. <laughs> and you, you, um, you're currently at home in KZN, right? Yes, in Durban, the south of Durban. Fantastic. I hope you have, you have the good weather. We, we're having incredible weather in Johannesburg. Well, it depends. Our weather is actually quite cool today. But um, I've been enjoying it because it's raining, so I don't need to water my plants. So <laughs> <laughs> I like fantastic. that. So, Sineta, we, we met, um, I almost want to say a couple of years ago, but it's, it's far more than that. We, we met uh, a, a number of years ago when you were, I think at the time you were manufacturing systems trainee at the then South African breweries. Right, um, yeah. is this Is this where your... Um, engineering technology is this where the journey started for you and the passion started for you um, or perhaps even a little bit earlier um, in the in the um, quali qualification on the qualification side I would say it started earlier because it started at university I guess I yeah. did my yeah. co computer science um, honors degree at, at UCT but um, I specialized in computer engineering and I guess that's where uh, then my channel towards uh, automation started. Well, I didn't really want to work for SA Breweries, but it was one of the companies that I, 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 I had in mind to start working for. So I got to work there as a graduate trainee. Yes. I started off there in 2005 as a uh, systems trainee in Roslyn, Pretoria. 
Okay. Um, but my aim was really to settle down in Durban because I was, uh, I was, uh, my then boyfriend lived in Durban and I really enjoyed being around family and him, now my husband. <laughs> and okay. um, so I moved down to Durban to complete my traineeship at the Prospecting uh, Brewery. So that it was, was in, love. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know the heart. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I, I, from my traineeship, I then uh, completed my traineeship and uh, moved on to become the automation engineer, the process control engineer. This was in 2007, uh, there in prospecting. And um, it, I guess the, 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 I kept going deeper and deeper into automation and I, yes. I, I seemed to enjoy it quite a lot because I, I've kept at it for some time. Yes. Um, Antonelli, and tell us, what were your student years like um, back then and what were some of the observations at university that formed or rather shaped your journey to where you are today? Mm. Were, were um, you a typical student? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we were called nerds at that time. <laughs> and I, I, I fitted the, the description because I used to wear glasses. I used to walk quite fast-paced. Um, and uh, I guess that, that sort of fitted the description. But I, I really actually enjoyed my university as because um, where I was studying at UCT, I, I, I had a sort of a balanced life. I had a good social life with friends. I could do sports. I was doing netball. I was in the netball team. Okay. And um, I was also able to uh, join clubs, other clubs like the computer club. We did computer Olympiads in the computer science department. And I was uh, fond definitely of uh, mentoring and tutoring. So every year from the second year, I would uh, raise my hand to become a tutor or a mentor at the res and at university. And I was then the member of the house comm. So I enjoyed any of the activities that just gave me that uh, interaction with my peers and uh, the younger uh, um, t the younger mates that were coming into university at that time. So yeah. I really enjoyed that uh, Cape Town uh, uh, four or five years. And um, yeah, it, it was quite fun. And, and studying engineering, I, I, I would imagine the, or, or sorry, a, a BSc or, or anything, uh, I suppose, STEM related, they were, I would think there were mm. maybe not too many, many other girls that, that studied that. Yeah, it 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 was the case. Uh, well, when we started in uh, the first year, that difference was not very visible. Uh, there was a big a big class of us in computer science. I think we were close to two hundred, if not more. Sure. Uh, but of course, because as you go through the university years, some people find that this is actually not my path. Then they go for something else. Unfortunately, we lose some of them along the way because they uh, give up. Uh, which is something that I'm trying to really fight against. But also, I mean, at the end of it, we ended up uh, graduating as a class um, of about 26 students. And in that class of 26 students, there were just three of us as girls. And three. of the three wow. girls, I was the only South African. So, wow. so it was, it, it, at that time, it was actually, at, it was not even... Uh, close to the apartheid days it yeah. was in 2004 which yeah. means i mean we were quite well into our democracy but um the transformation hadn't really really happened yes. but um it, that continued also to the work 
uh, in, into my work in work industry because even there, I was one of two ladies in my department um, at uh, when I started working in, in, in Pretoria. Yes. And even in Durban, I was one of the two uh, ladies. And then later on, we were joined by an apprentice. I was very happy to see a very, very capable and uh, a good apprentice join us. Yes. But it still became a struggle to to get more girls into the team. Absolutely. And even when I became the manager in the team, it was still a struggle to get girls into the team. It, it It's something that we need to change. And, and that's what pushed me to actually say, uh, we need to go back to grassroots and just plant a seed, water it, and yeah. uh, so that we can see the fruits in years to come. Yeah. You, you had yeah. an incredible track record at, and career, I suppose, yeah. at, at SAB. Um, I mean, you worked your way up to, uh, I think when you when you finished there, you were manufacturing systems manager where you spent a couple of years at, at Prospectum and, and Newlands. And yes, your, that's correct. Your time at SAB, what was that like? Because I know... Um, you know, SAB, I suppose, is still SAB, but obviously under, under ABM Dev now. But I know at that time, the culture uh-huh. was very well known as, a, as, as an inclusive and quite fantastic one. What, what was your experience like there? It was a great experience. I enjoyed my time at SAP Breweries. Uh, I guess because also I, I never really felt uh, inferior to be the minority in the team. And I was fortunate to work with teams that were mostly quite open and and encouraging of uh, women being part of the team. So it was a great time. There were always fun things to do. The team that I worked with, I think uh, when I left them, I told them they were my best team ever. I didn't need to compare them to anyone. I knew that's the best, that it's as good as it gets with them because um, I mean, when I started with the team, I was young and, and uh, I was, um, uh, I had my timidity to a certain level. And uh, at some stage, I actually resigned in the team because I felt that I was just not moving. And yeah. But I had a, an, an excellent manager who actually did damage control and um, put my traineeship back on track and, and put support structures to help me get my traineeship um, to, 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 to work through. And from that point onwards, uh, I mean, I became a part of the team. Um, my 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 trainer, I would say, my trainer Roland. He actually at some stage said he feels like a proud father. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> now he he feels that he's 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 seen me grow through the ages in prospecting, and he was proud to see me flourish and 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 get to a, a level where I'm. Um, where I'm able to lead the team, and with as a leader of the team at the same time, uh, I felt that I was in a uh, a, a a position of um, uh, a privilege, if I can call it that, because yes. I get to actually influence the minds that needed to actually understand that this field is for everyone. Um, you don't have to prove yourself if you are female that you actually belong here. You do belong here, uh, and 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 I made good friends with with people who didn't really start off well because um, uh, I mean we we have our differences, background differences, uh, outlook differences. So my time really in prospecting was the best. Moving on to Newlands and meeting really really friendly people. 
and uh, people who are always uh, uh, who who make you feel like part of the family. Even yeah. when I left, I, I felt like I was really leaving my family and going off back to my family. <laughs> it was a hard yeah. choice. But um, yeah, that time for me was a, 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 a really time of growth because I got to experience many different cultures within the company. I got to interact with many different people that were working, like contractors that were working with the business yeah. and also... Uh, working with 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 also you know people in the in the factory much as i didn't realize it uh, they, they they were quite proud of me that that's what they said when i left that you know um i'm 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 giving them hope that their children can actually grow into this um into this field and they can grow to to achieve these levels because it's possible it's a matter of really the doors being opened and 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 the guidance and the coaching and also just that 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 spark to say whatever you can imagine just yes. find a way to pursue it you you can get to it yeah 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 so you're actually blessed to have great and inspiring mentors as a young female engineer yeah yeah i am um, yeah, and then you then you started 4IR Innovation. So, I mean, it's a technology services business, mm-hmm. um, specifically ICT consulting, industrial automation. Obviously, what you know that you know very well. Um, yes. But then also the interesting part is the education technology, which is a yes. little bit strange to see on the list of service offerings from a from a typical business in our industry. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I suppose you've alluded to why you've you've started that, but what was some of the yeah. thinking behind, you know, what were some of the drivers and objectives behind that that offering? What was the vision then? Yeah, um, when when I in in this started in 2012. If I if when I look back, actually I was reminded by Facebook because once I posted on Facebook that I need something that will just wake me up, you know, <laughs> every morning instead of an alarm clock, I must just wake up to this. <laughs> so in 2012, I, I, I really thought, uh, yes, I've grown and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the growth that I've received, but I need some, there's, there's something that's missing in, in, in my life in general, but also in my career. Um, yes, as much as we do co- um, uh, co- community engagement, social in, in initiatives, I, I still wanted to do something that I can feel makes a difference. And that for me spoke to us not having women in um, in automation specifically as a start. Yes. But it goes beyond that because for women to be in automation, they must first be in engineering fields, in the science fields. And for them to be in the science fields, they must take up subjects that are relating to that, that the, that's the STEM subjects. And I found that all of those gaps were there. And and it 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 goes back to primary school where actually um girls are just seen to not really uh be suitable to 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 do well in maths and and uh, and st- any other STEM subjects. And from there, that seed of just not being f- the right fit for STEM yes. um, is planted. So yeah. I thought actually we need to go back to that level, to the primary school levels, to the mid high school levels, and and um, 
get girls interested. But of course, because I'm a mother of boys, I believe that we, we are not in competition with men. It's a matter of really um, empowering boys to know that they're not superior to the girls. Yes. And that way you also empower the girls to say your value is not relative to a man's value. And it doesn't depend on somebody saying this is your value. You know, you, you can de de determine your own value as, as the girl, as the woman. So I then thought, okay, I need to do something. Yes, we speak about things we want to do, but we don't really do them. So I, I need to do something about this. I started planning from 2012, actually started saving up money and started thinking, okay, if you're doing work like this, you don't really make a lot of money, but you still want to survive. Yes. So I started saving up money. Um, and, You've got to put so food I, on the table at the same time. You have put, to put food on the table, yes. So uh, then we started working at uh, just reducing any other, any costs that we may have, which um, which may hinder the process of, of, of running this 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 uh, mission. And I think in 2018, God pushed me and um, it was the right time. And I felt that it was the right time. So I decided, no, let me now um, get out and, and, and do something that I feel uh, will, will, will make a difference every day. So I then decided to start my 4 innovations business, which is aimed at automation and, and control. But also it, it, starting that business gives me time to be able to pursue this mission of uh, digital empowerment among the, the kids but also STEM empowerment uh, among the kids in primary schools in underserved areas. And, mm. and that's how it started, really, uh, in 2018. This is yeah. the April 2018, yes. Mr. Nelly, I want to get back to what you've said uh, about on STEM, which I've called science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't know that. <laughs> Why is True. it important? Perhaps a silly question as STEM is so pervasive and all around us in everyday life. Mm, mm, exactly. Actually, that, that's the reason why we, we, we must all be aware of STEM. Even if you don't do, um, you don't pursue a career that's relating to STEM, it's important because it's about science. Science is about everything that is around us. Yep. Technology, technology, basically, uh, whether you are a doctor or a cleaner or a lawyer or an engineer you need to understand the impact of technology in your lives now technology forms basically a foundation of um, of all our our daily operations so we need to become smart we, we, and and technology gives us smart careers basically yeah. and i mean yeah of course engineering is a bit more involved but if 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 you understand how things work, uh, you can solve problems better. And I think problem solving is something that is not um, in, inherited or, or 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 sucked from the mother's breast. It's something you can teach a child. Uh, so we we need to 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 get uh, kids to understand problem solving. That way, you won't have to call an electrician if uh, your your light bulb is off. Yeah, exactly. Basically <laughs> fix it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So STEM is really important in 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 just 
life because it forms part of of everything that we do in life i mean accounting is 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 part of stem the mathematical subjects Absolutely. they are part of stem <clears throat> yes and even even i was speaking to one of my uh, colleagues in iitpsa the other day we were speaking about music that music actually forms it's a ma- huge mathematics. part <clears throat> exactly exactly and yeah. a person who understands music uh, actually then uh has a, a, a much better p- uh, potential to do well in maths and that's why you find some some kids that actually uh take up uh, stem subjects and they take music as an additional subject yeah 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 and maybe maybe from a big picture kind of approach I, we, so we know that in south africa we have an unemployment crisis and and mm. specifically a youth unemployment crisis i think the the youth unemployment rate at the moment i mean it's staggeringly high yeah. i think it's nearly 60% Mm, so so there was a I mean there's so many research pieces but I think it was the World Economic Forum that reported quite a worrying mm. number of uh, just indicating the shortage of scientists and engineers in South Africa. Mm. Um, yeah. and they've also estimated that sub-Saharan Africa requires a, a crazy number I can't remember what it was I I, I think it, I've got it here is 2.5 million more engineers to address mm. the continent's mm. uh developments problems mm-hmm. so you know in terms of the bigger picture do we do we have a stem crisis here in south africa or sub saharan africa or do you think there is definitely a stem opportunity i think there's a stem opportunity seriously because yeah. um we've got um we've got a whole lot of kids that have an amazing amount of curiosity yes an amazing amount of potential and um all all we need is to, to just unlock it yes. um in 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 some of these uh, programs we did a national science week um activities in um 2019 this was last year in one of the in the south coast area umzinto in kz kzn and we, we we the theme was about uh climate change and yes. how you know facing the realities of of climate change and we and we 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 challenged the learners to come up with solutions um so take material that you can recycle and and build something innovative with it now yeah. this is kids that don't have a science lab not a single science lab in all the 25 schools that we went to to visit not a um um and they've got very very willing teachers who are enthusiastic and energetic we did not meet one teacher who didn't want to get involved in to get involved in this amazing we had very short uh, notice in terms of the sponsors on activities to be done but the teachers still put all the effort in it to get it done now when when the kids brought in the the, the projects that they had done we had over 70 projects that uh, kids had come up with innovative uh, solutions from grade 4 all the way to grade 9 and it was it was heartwarming to see how much out of a box they can think uh, to solve the the problems that are around them so the reason why i'm not saying i'm saying we don't have a crisis we've got an opportunity is that we are not lacking in potential we've got all the potential we just need to harness it so if we get more people getting into the field of cultivating that love for science giving that understanding for stem at a young age 
Of course, it's not going to be next year that we see the, the, the results or in two years' time, but we are building a, a, a long-term um, uh, vision here. And in, yeah. in five years' time, we'll definitely start to see the difference but we need to have a whole lot more hands on deck. We need to have more financial backing to say, we want to support these initiatives. It's, yeah. it's very expensive yeah. to run initiatives in, in rural, deep rural areas because a lot of the money is spent on traveling and accommodation yeah. sometimes. But um, but if your heart is into it, you cannot say, I'm not going to do it because uh, it will be too expensive. We have to, we have to consciously put the money into it. And that's why I had to actually save up to say, well, if it's going to cost us, uh, we will self-fund at some stage, but of course we'll try and get yeah. funds to support these initiatives. And I think especially at that age is so important because it feels like you, it, it, I'm not an educator or a, or a teacher or a specialist, but it feels like there's a very small window of opportunity to get uh, kids at the right time because when they, when they when they grow past that, I think mm. anything in that field could be quite overwhelming for them. Um, sure. and, and they feel totally overwhelmed and they feel like they're too far behind and everything is too complex and too complicated. So, mm. yeah, it almost mm. feels like mm. you have a small window of opportunity to do that while they're quite little and quite young. You definitely do. I think that the the by the time the child reaches grade nine, um, that, that, that window is really closing. Yeah. Um, because now in grade 10, they need to start uh, channeling themselves towards the careers that they want to pursue. So um, I always make an example of a child that grows up in a business um, a setting where they've got a business at home. That child starts working in the business from the age of five, six, seven, actually in the nearby shopping center, there's a child. I saw her from the time she was in grade one. They sell samosas. And she started, uh, you know, selling the samosas to us, counting the change. And I would sometimes give her very odd money so that she would work out what change she needs to give me. And that child is now in grade nine. And you can see she's become a mathematical boffin. But my point about the business is that a child that grows in business doesn't think twice about deciding to choose a career in business. Now, what we want to encourage now is that the child that is exposed to STEM, science, technology, at a young age, sees it around themselves. They don't see this as a very as a foreign concept. They can just naturally choose careers relating to it. They don't have to be told that this is difficult. Don't go for it. They, 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 they've, they've, got, they've become accustomed to it. They know it. It's not difficult. It's not rocket science. Even rocket science is not difficult. And that's so, the perception, right? That is the perception. That is the perception. Sadly, it's a perception that is also um, enforced or, or by, by, by us, the older people who have experienced that. So we need to sort of break that uh, cycle of, of, of teaching kids that this is difficult. Don't do it. And, and, and I mean, our teachers are very willing. Uh, if we partner with them, they, they, uh, they make, they, they just keep, they, you, you, live, you live there with a full warm heart, knowing that actually we've got people who are willing to take our kids to the levels that, that they want to be at. 
Yeah. yeah. So that, that window of opportunity is really something that we need to take uh, as early enough and keep going with it. We, we mustn't just do workshops or boot camps or short-term activities. It must be something that you take the kids through uh, so that yeah, sustainable, so that we can see at the end of it that actually there has been a transformation. Yeah. 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 And Tanelli, those are great examples of how to nurture homegrown STEM talent. Um, is our public education system in any way equipped to do this or some um, of the load? Yeah. Yeah, we always, sure. yeah, good question. <laughs> <Tough one>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a tough, it's a tough one, eh? <laughs> yeah, sure. A lot of work to be done there, I think. A lot of work to be done. I've, I've, I've had the privilege of getting exposed to the, the curriculum. Um, mm. the, as my kids are going through school, it's as if I'm going through school all over again. So I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting to learn what they're doing in school, and how I'm getting often, to analyze. How often do you Google? How often do you Google? <laughs> you know, I, I I was saying this morning to my son. You know, I I I don't know everything. He because he says he thinks I know everything. How how is it that I know everything? I say I don't know everything. I just know how to search for the information that I need. <laughs> so. You know, Google has become like a, a, an essential service. We we must just always have it on yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. So our education system, yeah, I, th- I think it's it's a, it's um it needs a lot of work. Yeah, the curriculum is actually quite rich. Of course, there are some things that can be trimmed out and made maybe more detailed. But I was I was I was impressed with a lot of stuff that is in the in the curriculum. Yeah. It's a matter of translating that information into actual uh, real life experiences, into yeah. qualitative uh, ways of teaching, yeah. uh, supported by you know uh, classrooms that that are conducive to 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 teaching and learning because i mean a, a, a motivated teacher can only do so much if she has a class of uh, 80 people that she has to teach uh, I, I would find teachers sometimes saying that um uh, they there are kids that i i don't speak to the whole week although they are in my class because i just don't get through to all of them uh, so sure, so sure. so they, there are a lot of opportunities that we need to to take to just relieve our education system from this pressure and 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 then get the potential which exists in our kids to absolutely. be to be really extracted. There's yeah. absolutely potential. And you're right. I think there, there's a lot of good intent there, but there's a couple of things. It's not a siloed problem or challenge. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of things that have to 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 sort of work together over there. And and you're right. You know, you yeah. would probably have a lot more experience, but I think the role of the of the teacher and the passion and the you know, there's so many, if if there's a hungry tummy, that's something mm. that could potentially be fixed, not always easily. Um, if mm. there isn't a classroom, it could be under a tree. But I think the mm. I think the passion, uh, a teacher's passion is very often what, what makes or breaks that. Mm. Oh, and you um sorry, and you also uh, mentioned that girls and young uh young women um are underrepresented in STEM fields. Why do you think that is? Oh, it's another tough one, Teresa. <laughs> it's a tough one, but it's a question that I do ask often because I you want probably to probably ask yourself the question a couple of times. <laughs> yes, and and it it gives me a, a bit of a bias because whenever I see a girl child, my my eyes light up because I just want to 
mentor them and and of course you can't mentor everybody but yeah. but i just want to 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 assure them that their imagination cannot be limited um what happens is of course it's not a it hasn't been a study that i've done um and have empirical evidence of it but what i've observed is um that it's easy for for girls to be discouraged of doing maths. They are told it's difficult. It's for boys. And you find sometimes even professors who actually say uh, boys do better. Girls just don't get this. Mm-hmm. And 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 so 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 there's a a big mindset shift that needs to happen uh, within the educators and the people of influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. I don't think there's a lot that needs to happen with the girls themselves to get into STEM. I think once they are assured of their value, that that actually you've got the value, that there's nothing else that can be stopped. So the the main the main uh, stumbling block really is the mentorship. Is the it's 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 us telling them that they can't do it. It's us telling them that this is difficult. It's not for you. It's for the boys. Do you see the boys do well anyways? So just Choose something else that's easier, uh, not what you want to do. So, so the, the, I think us in the position of power and influence are the biggest stumbling blocks to actually STEM uh, and, the, and the proper representation of, of girls in STEM. And then also culture plays a big role because um, uh, then you get into the parts where uh, there's there's an expectation of, of, of women uh, fulfilling a whole lot of roles uh, in their families and in in society, roles that actually don't expose them to uh, STEM, yes. and 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 that also requires a, a sort of a mind shift. And I mean, I guess we we can spend our lifetime working towards it, but I believe if Absolutely. if at least if everybody starts something, however small. Uh, I mean, the the it will it will uh, exponentially grow at some stage. Absolutely, uh, there's no there's no better time better time than now. I agree definitely. Sure. Oh, and there's always learning from kids. Um, sure. Are there any <laughs> are there any lessons um, you have learned from working with the kids and young people um, these past few years? Yeah, you you have two very young you sure. three very young kids, Clarice. One of the ways you probably learned patience. Um, I have. <laughs> oh. Patience, definitely. I've learned patience. Um, I wasn't a very impatient person uh, from a young age, but um, with having children, I have to learn to really not jump to conclusions uh, and also just observe, observe without saying anything. Just uh, and, and don't immediately say no. You know what I've learned? Uh, a, a child that asks why. Yes. We we very easily dismiss them, exactly. but for me the the question why is extremely loaded. Yes, um, it 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 indicates that the child wants to see beyond what is there. The child wants to 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 know a whole lot more than what we've just uh, you know put of across course. to them. Is that inquisitive for mind? Me, that's, that's the inquisitive mind that we must feed, and we must feed the right the right stuff. Uh, so uh, have, uh, kids teach me to learn more because uh, it's not easy to always say, I don't know, I don't know. But um, <laughs> it, 
you you also get to a point where you say actually this is something interesting to 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 read about let's read about it so they teach you to to learn more to be more humble as well and understand that they could know more than we do and and that's what i'm i'm hoping for i'm hoping that the kids that i i i i mentor the kids that i teach can actually come back and be superior in knowledge um to me and and for me that will be an amazing experience so we 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 learn we learn a whole lot of things we learn we learn uh, to be referees like i was saying i'm a referee to my <laughs> to my boys yes. and and yeah. you have to to be a referee that has wisdom um and 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 i learned that the the words that you say to a child um can make them or can can or break them Exactly. So it's very important for us to choose the words that we are saying to the child uh, and we must always aim for for words that build them. Uh, I I was very uh, interested in a story that was I mean a speech by the lady from um uh Black Panther oh, yes. Night Guerrera. She made a speech at the Essence uh, Women's um uh, it was a conference in 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 America and she said, you know, um in she was she's from zimbabwe and she was yes. a model at the time young very yeah. young right. and yeah. and of course they were being modeled for the for the americans to you know come and see the beauty and appreciate them and she says this woman that came to her and said uh you are beautiful it it is it it is a set of words that actually carried her for a long time in in her life somebody telling you that you are beautiful many of the kids we meet have actually not heard those words no. and 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 it's important for us to when we think of something good about a person we must just say it exactly. it it builds exactly. them yeah definitely and you have two boys right in LA yes two boys <laughs> how do you find balance and divide your time between your family and all the initiatives that you involved in i mean that's a uh, That's Yo. a superhero <laughs> slash. <laughs> yeah, so many words. What's what, what's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> what's for dinner? <laughs> oh, I get the question often, but um, I'm actually impressed. I, I think my boys are quite independent. Uh, I but I think they take that from my husband, who is very independent as well. Um, uh, if you leave him with food in the kitchen, he won't call you and say I'm hungry. He will only do that when he really wants you to cook, cook something special. <laughs> so um, I've, I, I've been lucky on that front that you know they 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 are able to 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 look after themselves. They have learned to become so caring. So on a weekend, sometimes they make us breakfast. So it's it, it, it's it's quite uh, heartwarming. But I've also learned to to just you know take. take the the days as they go I, i i used to be a perfectionist and i yeah. I, i think at at some stage it did take its toll on me because i wanted everything to be the best i wanted my kids to do well at school i wanted all their homework to be on top of 100% and i wanted uh, their school uniform to be clean and i wanted the house to be clean and i wanted uh, my work to be 100% but i realized that actually perfection they say what perfection is a fallacy yes 
It so I, I, I actually learned that we, we mustn't aim for perfection. We must really aim for balance in life. And, um, and, and I learn every day to balance uh, my life. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that they, when they grow up and become men, big men, and they'll, they'll be respectable men who, who also have a balance in life. <laughs> Yeah, you do. Yeah. I know. I know. We we always aim to achieve the balance. Do you do you believe that we we can really reach balance in our lives between everything that we're involved with work? Um, do you think we can mm-hmm. we can reach a, a happy a state balance? Of um, it, I think it depends on what you are calling the balance. If you are calling the balance in a mathematical term, it's yes. probably very difficult to 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 reach that. That's probably impossible. But, it's likely impossible. Yes, yes, that's probably impossible. But for me, a balance is 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 where you don't have to give the the equal amount of time to everything, but you have to give enough time to everything that your heart is in the right place. Yes, that you 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 feel you you are able to to to, yeah. It it, it ultimately speaks to you that you feel fulfilled. You are not feeling that uh, I've missed something there. I've missed something there. Uh, some days are, are not as good as others. Uh, so it, it, balance cannot be measured on a daily basis. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, but I think if you look look through your your year, I guess this is very important to to take time out and just reflect and and see whether we are moving forward or or back or you know. That yeah. way you, you are identifying if you are actually um, achieving the balance. Yeah. So, so it's achievable in my, in, my, in my view, not in mathematical terms, but definitely in personal terms where you feel that you, you are fulfilled. What you are doing is what you want to do and, wh- and, and it's what makes a difference in the world. It's what is needed and uh, it's what um, keeps you alive as well. Yeah. I guess that's when they talk about the ikigai. That once you yeah. find your ikigai, which we have to, which we pursue on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah, yeah. very, uh, very. Um, I had a conversation once uh, about balance with uh, uh, somebody that's been a mentor to me, and <clears throat> and he said something quite interesting. He said that balance. Uh, he he didn't believe, and I agree with him, that you will ever have mm-hmm. balance in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his his take on it is that instead of seeking balance in terms of to your point hours mm-hmm. and and where you spend it, his objective is mm-hmm. that the the one or two hours that he has where he has it is mm-hmm. that he is there in the moment because very often mm-hmm. you probably find it with business uh, with 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 busy career and business people at home they maybe mm-hmm. they they strive to be home early because they're trying to find their balance but but then you're at home and you're not really there. You know, your mind yeah. is on seven million other things um, instead of your 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 family that's right there with you. And his his opinion was to rather, if you do have an hour here or there, be in the moment wherever it is, whether it's at work or at home, and and make sure that it's quality time that you have, and and rather strive for quality time than balance time, which is which yeah. is not a not a not a terrible way of looking at it. Yeah, that's the best way of putting it. Really, be there. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. Sure. So I want to get back to the to the jobs um, uh, topic that we spoke about. So so obviously mm-hmm. there are available jobs in 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 the STEM fields. Um, yeah. and we and we know that local STEM talent or experts, you know, there, there's very few of them. Um, so are these positions being filled? Um, and if they're being filled, who's who's taking those jobs, or or or, or, or are we not filling those positions? Sure. Yeah. Um, I I don't actually know. I I um... is some of it being outsourced? It feels like there's a lot of the a lot of the sort of position that's that's feels like it's being outsourced to to elsewhere in the world. It feels like it feels like that because um, I mean you know we we, we we've got a, a few countries that that have a, a huge um, operation base in in our in South Africa, which I mean is good for international relations, but at the same time, yeah. um, it's it's important for us to really ask ourselves: Do we have to insult, outsource that kind of uh, skill or or activity? We yeah. should have yeah. people within the country that can do that. We are not. I, I don't think we've got enough pipeline to to get people into the into the right STEM jobs. We've got a lot of high unemployment, like you said, Yako. Mm. Uh, but we, we we don't have a match between um, the jobs that are, are available or the jobs that are in demand and the qualifications that our unemployed youth uh, have. Yeah. So it's 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 something that we need to 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 it's a gap that we need to fill, and they, that way then we 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 will we will outsource less. I was happy to hear our president saying, as part of the recovery plan, that um, we will look into um, into. Um, sorry, I just wanted to laugh. <laughs> we will look into. Um, uh, creating, having more products yes. uh, developed yes. locally. Absolutely. The role of manufacturing in South Africa, yeah. The role of manufacturing. I mean, I don't understand why we have to import um, cereal. Yeah. Uh, if we've got it in South Africa, we must make it. Yes. Uh, something like, uh, you know, something that's that's really, really s- simple in my in my view. We yeah. should not have to 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 import. We must we must uh, do it in we must uh, manufacture it here in South Africa. Yeah. Now, also the, the the talent that we are getting out of tertiary, I think because it's quite raw, we need more um, more um, mentorship into the jobs. So yeah. where the the the, the, the graduates are. Are, are being really trained to be able to do the jobs that that they are that that they're getting into. I think that kind of mentorship uh, is also a gap. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 closing that gap will will also ensure that when we get a person into a work w- workplace, mm. they are not just going to stay there as an employee on that level forever. They will grow in that role. Uh, when we have a manager who who hires a person, hiring them with a, a, a the hope that this person will actually outgrow this job very quickly, I yeah. think that's very important because yeah. then that person will start their own business and that business will start that's to employ so more people who will start their own quality businesses and then rather you get than the multiplier effect. 
the multiplier effect, yes. Yeah. So we need to to focus on on that definitely. Mm. Uh, but I think it, it it speaks to mentorship um, yeah. with with our unemployed youth, get, getting them the basic skills. We we sometimes assume that uh, um, most people have got access who have got access to a computer, a cell phone, actually know how to use technology. No, yeah. it's not necessarily the case. We we need to have. Uh, to have uh, deliberate um, programs that give people the right skills to be relevant and be able to to harness the power of computers, the power of the internet, the power of technology. In Absolutely, we we often speak about that. We you know we often we 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 speak of uh, what do you have in our world? You have you have uh, technology, mm. you have processes, and you have people. And the technology mm-hmm. is is an enabler. And the technology mm. is an enabler mm. to just help those people um, improve the processes and, and let them mm. focus on innovation and what they're good at. Um, but we, mm. they need to they need to have the skills and the ability to harness their technology. Absolutely, mm. I fully agree. Yeah, yeah. And uh, our industry, the industrial automation industry, obviously also plays a role. Um, how can we make a difference? Uh, perhaps grad programs or internships. Um, so nearly you have great experience here. What more can we do today? Perhaps not mm-hmm. knowing where to start. Yeah, and it, that's a good question. We, and we don't <laughs> feel that we necessarily, you know, we 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 believe that we maybe don't have access to like a grassroots level, you know, and we we mm-hmm. business people and we and what you've done is is the extreme and mm-hmm. we approve for that. But yeah, it's a good question. How do we help? I think it's 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 a matter of um, everyone who is in a certain profession looking to say I can support somebody else get into this profession. Go out there and look for it. I'm actually not um, for the CSI programs where we go and do something that will last that day. Yeah. I, I'm I'm all for CSI programs where you are saying. We are going to run with this community and grow this community. If you are a factory that, um, um, okay, I'll make a, a blatant example, like a, a factory that makes paper, Yes. you know, um, your the communities where your forests uh, yes. exist should actually um, be your, 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 the closest to your heart. You must... Uh, ensure that they aspire not to become uh, tree fellers, but they must aspire to become the paper scientists. They must aspire to become a, you know, the the professions that exist within the business. So, so in the businesses, we need to really see the potential that exists in communities around us, and then start to nurture it through the CSI programs. Yeah. So, for me, the qualitative CSI programs that are sustainable yeah. is one way that business can actually do this. And and the intent is always good, but it does seem like it doesn't have longevity, and it does, and and that makes it seem a little bit superficial and artificial but i think the intent yes, is always good. Yes. Yeah. the intent is always quite good yes yeah. and it's a matter of really going back and reevaluating and we mustn't stop we mustn't stop with those short term activities or once off activities that's not really what i'm saying yeah. those yes they they should happen but um we must definitely have a sustainability aspect in all the csi uh, initiatives within businesses yeah yeah of course yeah 
So we, we know that you're, uh, you, you're quite a humble human being and you're not a fan of being the, the center of attention or being in the limelight, but we have to celebrate some recent achievements. So you were, you were recently oh. awarded, uh, you were recently awarded a place in the U.S. State Department. They, they have what they call a tech woman program. Which is, tech women. Yes. Which is an incredible feat given the number of entries. And I think you were, you were one of 108 women globally for more than 4,000 nominations that were awarded a place in this program. Mm. Um, yeah. well done. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. We, we obviously as, as South Africans, we're incredibly proud and excited for you. What is, what is maybe for, I would imagine a lot of people don't know, what, what is the program all about and, and what was the process? Thank you. No, it, it, it's, um, it's a program to identify women that are making a difference in the STEM field and also um, get to grow the number of women that are effective in STEM. So through mentorship programs, through exposure programs where you get uh, to actually work with people in certain technology companies or whatever other companies that you 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 want to 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 get involved with because we will go to the Silicon Valley and we will get to interact with people in the different uh, companies. So so it aims at getting women in STEM, uh, putting them through this program where you grow their network. You grow support structures, financial support structures. You grow um, technical support structures, as well as just uh, general business support structures for them, so that we can get more women into STEM and get more women to actually make a difference uh, in STEM. So that's 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 really what it's um, what it's aiming at. And the process uh, for for getting into the program for me it was quite interesting because I wasn't aware of the program. Uh, but I was contacted by a good uh, a friend of mine who went, uh, whom I went to university with. And uh, when we caught up and we were speaking about uh, just our lives and, and where I was, she just said, you know, this is the program that you need to get into. So she said, even if it's the last thing I do, I'm going to just get a nomination for you in there. So I, I, at that time, of course, I didn't know much about it. But then I, I thought, okay, no, that's that's good. Let's let's have a look. She so she nominated me. Then I was um, invited to do an application. I had to fill in a number of essays. I think it was about thirteen essays that you have to write wow. uh, about your know, your life and the things that um, may matter to you and things that you you do, things that you want to do. Um, it was an interesting uh, experience, really, and it was a time to reflect and 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 to see where my life uh, is and where it's going. And then we went through the interview process with a team that is in South Africa, a selection team in South Africa. Then that selection team makes a recommendation to the uh, U- uh, U.S. team, and then the U.S. team then makes the final um, interviews if they see the need, and then they do the final selections. So I was then uh, I was then uh, informed. I think it was in uh, July when I received the news. Of course, it was a bit late because of the COVID uh, uh, um, changes. Yeah. So the program is also yeah. It was meant we were meant to actually go in September uh, to the US, but it's it's uh, of course not possible right now. But we'll be going in in February uh, again, depending on what the lockdown rules look like but we have already started with the program and it's it's been quite exciting Um, every week you get to spend some time with 
one of your of of the cohort uh, team members from anywhere in the world. My friend, my first friend was in uh, um, Uzbekistan, and um, got to know her and what she does. And um, my other friend was in Kyrgyzstan. And um, mm. it's quite interesting to find that there's a lot of good work that people are doing everywhere. And how common also we uh, the work that we do is uh, among us. And then we also have a mentor that is uh, that is taking us through the leadership development on a weekly basis. Uh, every Thursday we meet with, uh, with our mentor and uh, we have discussions and we have some assignments that we work on and some feedback on it. So it's been quite quite exciting. I can't wait for 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 us to, to meet face to face. And as a, as a South African team, there's five of us from South Africa, and um, we have to come up with a project. So uh, that a project that can make a difference. So I'm I'm actually also excited about that because I've got so many ideas and <laughs> and uh, I, I might. My teammates are equally excited because we now must look through all these ideas, analyze them, and then decide what we want to do. So yeah. it's, it's quite a, it's quite a good program. I'm really uh, I feel privileged, but at the same time I feel challenged to 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 in a good way. More yes, in a very good way. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and you'll also visit Silicon Valley in the US next yeah. year. That's exciting. Have you ever been to the US before? <laughs> No, I've never been, so it's really exciting. <laughs> it makes it extra special. It's an yeah. awesome country. We all love it. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> any any um uh any amount of travel is is always great. It just this just opens your your view of the world and and broadens your horizons and gives you absolutely. You know, I only started uh, traveling at a very late stage in my life, and I I really could um uh not understand why I didn't travel earlier. And I don't understand why our young high school learners, well, I guess I do because it's a financial, there are financial implications. But it's it's really eye-opening, as you say, Yaku. It's it's eye-opening. You see so many uh, uh, things that happen in in other worlds, in other countries, and, and you see what it is that we as a country can do I mean, when I look at, at the rail systems that that exist in in Europe, yeah, I I just I'm I I'm just mind blown because yeah. they are so efficient, they are so simplistic, yet they just work. We yes. we spent about two weeks in 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 different countries in Europe this one time, and we traveled by train everywhere yes. we went. Yeah. Uh, and we had no guide, no travel guide. It was just me and my best friend. We just <laughs> went around around Europe, and we didn't get lost once. Every inf- every information is there. So our kids that are in grade ten, grade eleven, grade twelve, yes, they need to experience traveling, and Definitely. and this will will really open up their minds about the difference that they can make in our country. And also just the opportunity to give them to give them an experience outside of their immediate surroundings. You know, even if, it's, yes. even if it doesn't necessarily have to be Europe or, or somewhere, but just just anything mm, outside mm. of their immediate surroundings just just gives them that as well. That's true. That's definitely true. 
You know, there are these uh, programs called academic achiever programs. Uh, you find they run in, in, in mostly in the private schools where kids yes, are right. tend to travel in other countries. And I always ask myself, because I really think we should, we should, we should uh, give kids opportunities. Yeah. You know, as part of these CSIs that I'm talking about, there should be an, an achievers program that actually looks at kids that cannot afford to travel and helps them, gets them out there. You know, things like that, not, not only bursaries, give them the experience. You'll be amazed at what, 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 what will come out of, of that. So we've got our work really cut out for us if, if we want this potential that is bursting in our youngsters to really yeah. be harvested. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sure, I think we've uh, we're already well over our time. Uh, Sinelia, thank you so much for your time today and the great work that you're doing. There's, I mean, again, there's a there's a few STEM experts, if I can label you you that, um, that can teach on the generation. You're doing a marvelous job and deserve all the support and encouragement that the private sector, government, and really just all of us can can offer. Um, and also an incredible example for all of us to follow. Um, is, is there any way that our listeners can reach you? Uh, can we share some contact details with, with the podcast? Are you okay with that? Yeah, well, we can share a few contact details. Um, the website for my company is www.4irinnovations.co.za and our also science uh, is found on Facebook as also science O-S-O-S-A-Y-E-N-S-I. Uh, that's a Zulu word that means scientists. Yes, oh. yes, that's yes. right. I, I saw the definition of that. I love the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. We'll we'll share the we'll share the contact details in the in the description of, of the podcast as well. Sure. I'm also on LinkedIn as Senele Koba. Fantastic. Thank you so so much for your time. Any any message for for any of our listeners? We we don't have a we don't have a listener base of of, of millions, but it's it's growing slowly, mm -hmm. and uh, we really appreciate yeah. your message today. Any any message for any of our listeners? Uh, somebody who wants to get involved? Yes, I, th I think if 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 you feel that there's something missing in in in, in your world, uh, you want to mentor somebody, you want to make a real difference. Do something within the community development. It's really fulfilling. Even if you're doing it as a part-time or once-off, reach out to non-profit organizations that do work like that and contribute your time. The fulfillment will be unmatched, really. Love that. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks Thank again you. for your time. And uh, yeah, we'd love to follow up with you maybe in a couple of months' time, see how things are going. Uh, yes. but, uh, I think you're definitely going to stir some people to action, uh, which is always great. And and thank you, thanks again for your time and keep up the incredible work. Thanks, thank you so much. I'm I'm glad we eventually we eventually spoke. <laughs> definitely, you you're the super busy one. So so thank you for making the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> cool. So. Thank you. Thanks very much. Um, all right. So next week, Louise, we've got coming up next week. We recorded a podcast with Herman Skippers, all about for uh, sorry, all about artificial intelligence and machine learning. Um, we sure, also there were so many topics um, Herman actually covered. Um, 
Yeah. But Joe, I, I was one of the main topics and uh, um, I, uh, BC and AC, before BC, COVID before and after COVID, um, the role quite of, interesting. Yeah, yeah the, role of, the role of machine learning before COVID and after COVID. Yeah. Then I think we've, we're re-recording with Kudzai. Um, I like Kudzai. Kudzai, he's a great guy, also a good uh, uh, online educator and, and just a good, mm. generally just a mensch and a, and a great educator as well. So, yeah, I've got a couple of good episodes coming up. And uh, you can do the exit line. Okay, I'll <laughs> <as> <laughs> If you have any other ideas or want to get involved or um, want us to cover any specific topics, you can send us an email to podcast at element8.zera.za. And uh, we will make sure to contact you guys and get those topics out to our listeners. Thank you so much for listening. Um, feel free to share the podcast today that we did with um, Samina Goba. And uh, yeah, thank you again for joining us. Awesome. Thank you very much, Therese. And uh, yeah, just thanks again for listening, everybody. Stay safe and look after each other. Bye-bye.